0: and this is the Casual Friday's REI podcast today, We're talking about different ways to spark new ideas. Before we do that, though, let's talk about Casual Friday's land-flipping blueprint. Guys, if you're thinking about getting in this niche, you've got to check this out. We've taken all the knowledge we've gained through the years of consulting and the hundreds of clients and put it in this easy-to-follow course. It's in a video format. It's got all the contract scripts and forms that we use in our business on a daily basis, and everyone that joins gets a free one-on-one training with either myself or Justin. So, if you're interested in more, all got to do is go to our website at casualpridaysrei.com. Click on the training tab, set up a strategy call, and we'll go over everything you need to know to get started. Happy last day of the week, sir. Ooh, it's Friday. It is Friday. So today we're talking about ways to spark ideas. This is one of those things for me, and I know you've had these moments where you're sitting there, you're like, oh, shit, that's a really good idea. And you're looking for some way, to, I'll remember it, and then you forget it. I think it's important that all of us as business owners and investors and people that are trying to better their life, that we figure out ways to harness that power. I'm sure I've dropped some billion dollar ideas. <laughs> harness the power of remembering the ideas. <laughs> yes. And actually making them. out it, of luck. And then having them as well. I come up with ideas all the time. And if I don't have my phone in my hand to write a note. Yeah. So that's one of your tricks, too. You use your notes in your phone. Oh, yeah. I feel like you've got to. I mean, I feel like it's pretty common. I So I thought that, but that's something I didn't start utilizing until I started working on my first book. And then I essentially written a book in, in my notes. Mm-hmm. And then every so months, I would just send it out. And mm-hmm. it's transferred over, like, three phones, with me. Yeah. But, you know, It connects to your email, too. You guys with your email. Yep. I've used that notepad for a long time. It seems to be, like, the most valuable tool I have. Mm-hmm. You ever use the recording, like, leave yourself a voice recording? No, I don't now. do that. I thought that was, good. I thought this was going different. Like how do we come up with the idea? No, ideas? I'm saying, that's, um, I'm just saying, yeah, in general, we, we all can relate to having that idea we forgot. But the idea for us being as business owners, we have to be able to spark those ideas to move forward. Business owners and just people in general. Like you sit there and sometimes you're like, you're going to take your wife on a date and you like man, I should have grabbed her some flowers. I was right by the store and got her flowers. You know, and you think of it after the fact, but how do we spark those ideas and get those into your normal everyday life? One of my favorite things that I do is I speak to a lot of strangers and different people and kind of talk about what we're doing. Like one of the things that I've done since I was really young on Sundays, I go to a busy bees, you know, that, I mean, it's not a surprise to you. And I get to talk to a bunch of older guys their The median age is like 70 who have already went through these seasons of life. So I can pull information from them. And a lot of them have owned businesses. And, you know, like one guy's the Texas self-storage president of that committee. And so, you know, you pull from their wisdom and you can kind of apply it to the different businesses. It's a good one. Yeah. Catching that wisdom. Catching that wisdom. One thing, because I have to feel like i do this a lot every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Uh writing that. What? Uh Blog. Blog. (laughs) Podcast blog. Okay. Plog. (laughs) Wow, you just made a new word. (laughs) Just writing my blog today. Okay. I never know what I'm going to say, right? And it's just, so for me, it's just, Sit down and just start putting words on paper on the yeah on paper even if they don't make sense. Yeah, and no writing actually, down yeah. writing down your ideas and dreams. Yeah, okay. Back to it. Yeah, and then also doing anything except what I'm thinking you need to be thinking about. So taking Bear on a walk, going for a nice walk. I was gonna say like getting pie. Okay. Because I just randomly yesterday I was bored and Men in Black was on and they needed to come up with an idea and the guy's like we need pie, and so he's like what are you talking about? And it's like when you. Need to think about something. You need to think about anything but that. Right? Uh-huh. They go have pie, and while they're having pie, the the idea comes to them. And I was like, you know what? I like pie. I, I, I should be it. adding in pie more often. With the Swedish uh, shop, like that Swedish shop over on Bakery, Swiss, Swiss, Swiss Bakery. Bakery, yeah, over on Bakery. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. I like where your head's <laughs> at. Maybe we should do that before we do our show, so we have those ideas. Uh, listening to music. You ever hear like like a piece in a song, and like think ah? Oh. I mean, sometimes i listen to gangster rap. I'm like having to do whatever I need to do, or, you know, you listen to a country song and you're like, oh, that kind of, that kind of strikes a nerve. Like, what can let's play that out and see what that goes from. Mm-hmm. So listening to music and kind of hearing that in a different tone. Music's not a big, I know, I'm more of a, I feel like when it comes to music, you're either a music or lyrics person, mm-hmm. which one do you say you are. I'm more of a lyrics person. Like, I listen yeah. to the lyrics in the word. Yeah, which is probably why something like that would help you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could, I don't. I think I care less about the words. Really? Yeah. Like, I, I remember, like, vividly, me and Jessica be driving down the road, and she's like, yeah, I really like the song. And she's, like, kind of bebop into it, and I'm like, they're talking about cheating on their <laughs> husband and having another baby elsewhere, you know? That would be me. Like, yeah. I would she's know like, like, the words oh. and sing them, but I wouldn't... Actually
1: put two and three together when yeah. you say,
0: no. Oh, uh, okay. How do you... Do you feel like you come back with more ideas when you travel? Like, if you go to new places? Mm, I don't know. Like, I... like used to when I would go on vacation that's where I would that's where the notes started for me like I'm going on vacation uh, me and my wife and we'd usually beach was our thing and I would just sit there and I would work on writing my book while we're on the beach I'm watching the waves crash may have a little bit of music playing just real lightly and I, my mind is just going because there's no other distractions and I write you know chapters and chapters and chapters mm-hmm. and so these ideas are just flying at me from that just because I'm out of the normal element where my normal stressors are you know, got to, kids in the room. You know, got to have lunch in the kitchen or whatever that may be. That's a good one. I wonder if it has – maybe – is it travel or is it the beach that's causing that? I don't know because every trip I've ever gone on except for our adventure bike trip, I didn't come back ready to, like, with tons of ideas and ready to move from our adventure bike trip. Rain was working the whole time there on Focus day on Stay Alive. Yes, I did, I did have that premonition I was going to die on that <laughs> trip. Like, I literally – thought I was dying that week I, I like I was almost into a depression because I thought I was gonna die like I wrote out a new will before we went, I don't know if I told you that mm-hmm. wrote down all the accounts and passwords and everything in case Jessica needed it who to call like for everything it's not a good permission when you're on a a trip going over mountains and national war. that's why the first day I think I was so uptight mm-hmm. so, and plus I drove 12 hours mm-hmm. and had two hours of sleep I'm it too. yeah I enjoy sleeping to come up with ideas. Like, I very much have that, I need to sleep on it, and I will think things through while I'm asleep, and I'll wake up like, yep, that's how I need to do this. Yeah. I can see that, and Lord knows I'm a Shelby fan, and that's how he came up with the Shelby Cobra. He says he woke up in his night, and Cobra was written on his night pad next to him. I don't know how much I believe that, because he was a salesman. <laughs> if he's literally waking up with a pen in his hand writing Cobra, uh-huh. I'm going to say... Bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a good story. I mean it was a good story. Great bar. Yeah. It's invoked emotion for a lot of people for a lot of years. Yeah. So sleeping on it, I, I can't go with that one, man. Nah. Because I here's here's my dilemma. And I don't know if I've shared this on the show yet. So for the past like four months I've been having some crazy things. Like they're really intense. Like I'm waking up like either like in this like it actually happened the universe. It's going on and when I come out of it, like when I wake up I feel like my dream really happened. Good, bad, or indifferent. It's been a lot more bad than good. Not like death gore, bad, just like situations that you're trying to do something and you can't do it because you're in a dream. And, like, so I'm waking up extremely tense and extremely, like, emotionally disturbed. So I don't want to say I would sleep on and come back because I don't know where I'm coming back from now. Just lay off whatever you're on. You know? quit, quit eating your honeycombs <laughs> yeah. at nine o'clock at night, Justin. The sugar's getting well, to that, you. That will do it. I don't know, but the honeycombs at night taste so good. Mm-hmm. I'm just not a cereal guy. What? I could live off cereal. Like I feel like so I eat Cocoa Krispies too or Cocoa Cocoa Pebbles, and they're gluten free. So they say gluten free in a box. I feel so majestically healthy <laughs> every time I pour one of those. Nah, in fact, I actually, so I, I just avoid the cereal aisle at the grocery store because I'm just not going to eat any of that stuff. And I was I actually walked down it on accident, you know, this past weekend. And I was just going, all this stuff, there's so many and like none of it sounds good. Like I just wouldn't eat any of this. Dude, I could think of like 10 different types of cereal I would keep in my house if I was allowed to. If I would. Jessica allows me to keep two to three types. Hmm. She's not a big cereal person either. Like with milk, I'm like, I want the biggest bowl I can get. Ice cold, D milk. Like I want all the fat. I want all of it. on You know, if I if I were to eat some cereal, I think of the ones that I've had. Like uh-huh. I could eat uh, Fruit Loops. I do like those a lot. Yeah, they're okay. Do they still make uh, the little chocolate chip cookies, Cookie Crisp? Yeah, they is do. still out there. Yeah, they still out there. I I was probably okay. I might have been under ten last time I had something like that. Wow. So we find out. So this is a good thing about our podcast is you get to find out more personal stuff hmm. about us so mixed in with a little bit of land investing. So. If we were trying to tie this all back into land investing, well, why is it important for an entrepreneur to be able to come up with ideas? You've got a business to run and grow. You're 100% right. And, and this I think this comes from, to me, I'm going to get kind of kind of abrupt on the boys and girls here because we've been kind of abrupt all week with some fact and knowledge. But so often we look at what somebody else does and try to copy it versus coming up with our own spin or twist to it. And so... And you can just go to the granular level. Well, Adam shops this county, this county, this county, because I see he's bought and sold there. So those are the only counties I'm working. With. Versus saying, hey, he shops a county because it's like this. Let me find my three or four counties or things like that. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that we get, and then people get mad that they're not uber successful. Well, you're just copying somebody else's thing and not using the knowledge they gave you, using the theory and making it your own because you you're not taking that time to learn those avenues. And chasing them down. Yeah. I think this can be the biggest flaw people have in this industry is trying to 100% copy someone else instead of branching out, finding what you like, finding what works for you, and using your entire brain instead of just following a straight line. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. I agree with that. And I think there's there's a morph that happens. And we had this discussion in a private group. You know, uh, it was a terms versus cash sales. In episode, say, 1 through 20, Adam's terms versus cash with me, we were mm-hmm. the polar opposites of that. But when we, when we talk about it, I do a lot more term sales than one would believe from their first couple episodes, and you've come to love some of these bigger cash sales, mm-hmm. and it's a, there's a morph in this, and there's, it's being open to what's coming at you, to, the uh, input you're getting, and then saying, you know, I kind of have this idea that works like this, or I saw this here. Let's run it down and see what we can do with it. You know, is, is there a one-size-fits-all? I would say No. But that comes from being open, being able to think, and working through those ideas. Yep, 100%. I tell you, like, if people ask me certain questions like that all the time mm-hmm. when I'm talking to them on this course. Like, Where do you shop? Or, you know, what, what's your journey, right? I'm like, well, this may be what I do, but it doesn't mean we haven't done this. Or we haven't yeah. done this. Or that we might do this. Right. Okay. Next week, we might decide, hey, let's give this a go. mean, we're yeah. talking 2021 now. Like, what, what does that look like and how are we geared up for that right now? It's Fun to be your own boss because the sky is the limit, if you will, for being a lack of better terms. We could do whatever we want, but that's also scary because with that much freedom and that great of power, it becomes a lot of responsibility. Yeah, <laughs> like get up and do something today, type of responsibility. Yeah, you? it's something as simple <laughs> as that. Like me and, and me and my wife were having this conversation. We had a date night I would say, which was wonderful, by the way. So Jessica, if you listen, listening, appreciate you going on a date with me. Um, it was nice to have dinner alone with no kids and getting to see our own selves again. Um, I just forgot where I was going <laughs> to Two in love. Uh, Two in love. To. To, uh, oh, it was when we first started the business in that, you know, sometimes we don't ha- we don't have the ability to communicate how we're feeling at that time. But when I went on my own, we were talking, she was like, Hey, you know, some of these ideas you have, you were saying, Hey, let's do this or let's do that. And you weren't really explaining like why you were saying that you were just going straight to it. And, you know, there is times, and there's everybody's situations different that's listening to this podcast. We have people that, this is just a part-time hobby, and, you know, they, they don't really need it, but it's fun for them, so they're making fun, and then there's people that, they've lost their job, and this is their last chance, this is, like, what they're trying to make work, and that was the spectrum I was in. And so, like, I explained to her, was there was a feeling of survival mode, and you have to just attack whatever you can and try to make whatever you can. So there's a There's a different thought process going along for that guy versus a a guy like one of our clients we have that he owns a franchise of glasses and uh, glass stores. In his first year, he's done $130,000 in profit off seven deals. And that's after data. That's after call center. That's HUD one to HUD two. And he's like, man, this is great. It's scalable. It's, It's this versus where you have Justin who says in a matter of three months, in his first three months, I had to learn how to household sell. Buy multi families using direct mail and run the land business during that time. And that was a three month period. So, you know, you're fighting for whatever that is. And those ideas in survival mode, you see a lot coming at you, but you have to understand it's going to take some time to bring this to fruition. Get out there and use your brain. <laughs> use your brain. <laughs> Just put that little brain into work. So, cool. We're going to give you the weekend to open up that, those brain waves. Give so, it to Hand you back the time right now. Yeah. So, try one of those ideas we have. Go to sleep. Take a walk, get outside, maybe travel. Or eat some cereal. Eat some cereal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Friday, guys, hope you have a good weekend. As always, just a favor of Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Give us a like, we'll follow, subscribe. And then go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, go to wherever else you listen to us. Like, where we subscribe to show. Appreciate it. Love you. See you Monday. See you guys.